Hey, gems, and welcome to another episode of the Break the Mold podcast. I'm your host, LaTanya, and I also go by the name Lady L. I'm an image consultant and the creator of the brand At Her Best Style. Now, on this particular episode, I'm not going to go into the intro. If you're familiar with the show, we do this introduction at the beginning to kind of tell you how the show flows and what we talk about, just to make you feel comfortable. But we're not going to do it on this episode. This episode here, I like to call it Breaking Ground. Because this is going to be the start, really, of a new beginning. Um, A lot of you have been rocking with me for a little while and listening to the show. And we've been on a journey. (laughs) We've talked about grief. We've talked about friendships. We've talked about how to heal We've done inner work, which that is something that we will continue to do because that is part of personal development. But I thought now would be a great time to reintroduce myself to you all. Okay. So in the introduction, I tell you that I'm an image consultant. And I know some people have questions about that. Some people are like, well, what is an image consultant? And then you have some people who are, well, I've heard of an image consultant, but I'm not quite sure what that is exactly. And then there's some who I think I know what an image consultant does, right? So there's these variations of what we think an image consultant is. So I am going to clarify that for you today on this particular episode. And we're also going to talk about something else that I do as well on the other side of personal development. So we're going to bring it all together before we jump into December and really get this ball rolling because I am super hyped, super excited about December and going forward because I have been working on some things for you guys and now it's time to finally execute and I'm so excited. But before I could do that, I had to get you guys reintroduce to me and get the flow going again and you know just get things going before we just jump into everything right okay so before we get into the episode i just want to touch on a few things real quick you know first i want to send my condolences out to the family of miss irene cara you know this news really shook us um when it came through this past week no one was inspecting that you know and if you're not familiar with her she is definitely a star she is an icon she is so talented a lot of us grew up on her she was a role model to many not just women but to men as well A lot of people were fortunate enough to watch her start and watch and see where her talent took her. So we literally got to watch her grow in her artistry. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's a producer. She's a dancer. And she's an actress. She has worked, y'all, with some of the best of the best in the business. I can recall as a child just watching her in the early and late 80s on shows like Fame, listening to her voice on the theme song for the movie Flashdance, as well as the theme song for the show Fame, as well as many other songs. And another movie that she's really, really popular for is Sparkle. Now, a lot of you have seen the updated version of Sparkle that Whitney Houston did, but this here, Miss Irene, she was the original Sparkle. She played that role. And even in that particular role, it was this young lady who had aspirations, who wanted to work in the music industry, and she was in a group with her sisters, and then she ended up being the, she actually ended up being the breakout star which it wasn't supposed to be like that, but I don't want to get the plot away because if you haven't seen it, I really want you to go see this movie and watch both. Like start off with 
if you can the original sparkle and then watch the remake and you'll see the variance in the two but they did a real good job on the remake by the way but i really want you to see this movie and i mean her name epitomized that role she was really the sparkle like you had everything i hear a lot of people talk about the romance scene in the movie like there was a budding romance between her and another gentleman named michael phillips that's not his name in the movie but that's his real um name and if you are from the 80s then you watched him probably on miami vice he's that little sexy chocolate thing on there okay and um <laughs> man the 80s was a vibe y'all y'all get me about to go into my moonlight phase and oh my god 80s was a vibe we might have to do an 80s episode on my um intimate conversations y'all but getting back um if you ever had a dream and i'm just realizing now as i look back on her career and her lifespan like everything that she played in she really spoke to dreams sparkle had a dream and you got to watch her chase and go after her dreams and you got to watch in the movie the challenges that she faced getting to the dream you know and not only that it's who believed in her in the dream like the dude he believed in her so much and helped her get to that dream it was like there was something sparkle didn't you see in herself that he saw and he helped her like that's a that's a story in itself okay and then when you go back to i want to go back to flash dance for just a second which she didn't play in the movie she was the lead voice on the theme song and let me tell you when i was a little girl i literally had her and the actress confused i think her name i know her last name is bill the lady who plays um the girl in flash dance um i thought irene cara was the girl in flash dance and <laughs> doing the theme song so i learned something new i've been new it now years ago but i remember probably in my it took me a while maybe as i was coming into my teens or right at my teen years i learned that she wouldn't play that role but they look alike similar i'll say similar you know like but as a child you probably wouldn't know the difference either like i really thought that they were the same because i was young then like really young like elementary school years so i didn't know the difference when it came to the movie but what i will say about this movie is when flash dance would come on it was a annual event okay so meaning it was one of those movies that came on once one time a year and to me it was an event now i had a bedtime my bedtime was around 9 or 9 30 i'm sure it probably was around 9 30 i'm sure it started at 9 and then moved to 9 30 because i'm sure i negotiated that bedtime with my mom and dad and they'd probably be like yeah she did I'm sure because now I just seem too early even me talking about it. I'm pretty sure I negotiated that thing to 930 at some point. But um <laughs> that's just me. I am their child. But I would ask my mom and dad, could I stay up and watch that movie? My dad didn't care, you know. My mom didn't care either, but I just stayed up and asked them. I'm like, hey, when's flash dance come on can i stay up and watch that so they knew as like years went on they knew i was going to act so my mom was kind of beat me to the punch sometimes with just like your movie flash dance coming on so you can stay up tonight because if flash dance came on it wasn't going off till at least 11 o'clock it was going to go into the 11 o'clock news or a little bit past it so i got clearance to be able to watch that movie and for me I liked that movie as a child, even though I may have not understood everything that was going on in the movie. I just like watching the girl go after her dream. I remember that vividly. Like, she had the most oddest job. She was like a welder. Like, something like um, um you would see a man doing. She was like working in a male-dominated industry, but at night she was going after her dream. And I like watching her, like, when she wasn't at the job, her life outside of the job like how she just made it so interesting um she had a male friend in the movie um that she would talk to 
their dynamic watching her go on like auditions and just practicing like i love to watch her practice so those were fun scenes to watch her practice her craft and then i'm not trying not to give the movie away because there's people who to this day still have not seen flash dance so please go watch it but at the end she gets to go to of course the audition without giving too much away and she goes for her dream and I'm not going to tell you the, the movie, Daniel. I'm not going to tell you what happens. But that song comes on at that time. If you never heard the song that Irene sings, What a Feeling, it just, it will make you cry. Like, that song makes you happy and cry at the same time. Like, it just takes you on a journey. For some reason, it just, it uplifts you. When it comes on, you get so excited because you just feel like, yay something's about to happen and you're about to get excited for whoever when they dance to that movie but it makes you cry because of the journey i don't know how they were able to captivate that in one song it just take you on an emotional high i don't know but i love that movie growing up and it's not the only one i'm just actually now that i think about it during that time span these were the movies that were heavy in my household that we would rent <laughs> weekly because of me. That the man at the um, video store used to laugh at my dad and I when we'd come in because he was like, you just re-renting again. And my dad was like, you know the deal. So my dad would always get two movies for the house because we would watch movies every weekend anyway. And he would literally re-rent the movies that I normally watch and see if I wanted another additional movie just that, you know, that goes back with the rest of the movie. So I had a movie that go back. We had the two movies for the house that we watched as a family. And then my movies that stayed in rotation, y'all. Purple Rain. <laughs> I love Purple Rain. And, oh, I got a Purple Rain story. Ooh, but we ain't gonna go there. But, uh, and it's with the movie, by the way. But Purple Rain madonna's material girl i don't know if anybody remember that no not material girl excuse me who's that girl it was who's that girl that was my movie i don't know why but i love that doggone movie oh my god and um the other one that we would rent was barry gordy's last dragon those were the three that i had to watch throughout the week so y'all see where my childhood <laughs> went and i own let's see which ones i i don't have um who's that girl though but i do have of course purple rain now and i definitely have barry gordy's that um last dragon that movie is one of my all-time number one move favorite movies barry gordy's last dragon i love that soundtrack i love everything about that movie from the beginning to the end i know every single word i thought i was look vanity in the movie miss laura miss laura i thought i was her and you couldn't tell me i wasn't like we ain't gonna go there either like i said i have to do an 80s episode with y'all because those were the times but um i will say with her passing as sad as it was it brought back so many happy memories to me and that was also like a blessing in disguise and what happened it took me back to a time and place that I needed to go and I didn't even know that I really needed that reflection time because those were some happy moments in my life sitting back watching those shows that she were she was on and during that just era like uh I can even remember okay I don't know if you guys remember Little Shop of Horrors I like that movie but beyond that movie, um, Tashina Arnold and Tisha Campbell is in it. I know Tisha's in it. I think Tashina's in it. Tashina, if you're not in it, I'm sorry, girl. But I think you are one of the singers in that movie. Like, I like those type of movies, them singing movies. It was, it was something about that. But Tisha is in this show that I used to like to watch called Rags to Riches. And I remember the song that she sung called Dream Maker, You Can Make My Dreams Come True. That was my song, like, girl. Oh, my God, I got nostalgic, y'all. I was almost about to shed tears because that song always just stuck out to me. Like, I can hear it, but I ain't going to sing it. But, um, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Going back. 
I love that show. And it was these little girls. And you know what? I honestly don't even remember what the plot was, but I just remember Tisha being the one like brown girl on the show. And I just love when they all came together in song. Oh my God, I got to find that. But anywho, the reason why all of this is coming up is because of this moment here, Irene Cara. That's how we felt then. It was such a feel-good era. It just, it made you feel alive. It, life was fun, you know. Everybody had something that they were looking forward to. You know, whether you had a dream, whether you had a goal or whatever. Nobody was thinking about competition. I mean, if you were, you were thinking about competing in the thing you were doing. Like, they were in fame. Like, you come to school and you master your craft. Whether it be singing and dancing and um, acting, you come, you you learn everything that you can, and then you put together a show, and everybody used their talents to come together. And so, like, you can put on these big productions. Like, they were dancing in the street, dancing in the halls, dancing in the auditorium. And Miss Debbie Allen, if you don't know Miss Debbie Allen, that's our gym right there, right? She's in there, and she's, like, the instructor. Like, oh, my God, y'all. I remember when I went to New York for the first time and I saw um, the Alvin, Alvin Ailey, excuse me, agency. And I, I literally didn't even know I was walking by it. And I literally walked by this huge building and it was like Caddy Corner. And I said, wait a minute, is that Alvin, Alvin Ailey? And it was like, um, excuse me, Alvin Ailey. I don't know why I can't say his name. And I was like, is that the building? I was like, yeah. And I said, oh, I'll never forget that. I was like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I had to take a picture of it. And I just had to stand there because I was just like, do you know how much talent has gone through there? Like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. And it reminded me even at that moment of watching those shows I remember. And that was like years ago. But, um, oh, if I could go back to that era. I could just go back it was just so much fun and like I said I I'm gonna miss her I'm gonna miss seeing her talent she has left us with so much so much to learn about her still we gonna keep her name going as the song says remember my name we definitely gonna keep her name going because I just I wish she got her flowers she's gotten awards and you know back in the day she definitely got her flowers but i wish this generation could have really seen her in her essence and we really have given her her flowers that's one we miss and i ooh, ooh, but it's okay we're gonna somehow give this lady her flowers okay because if that didn't happen i'm talking about her passing i wouldn't be able to have this conversation with you guys and I really needed to be taken back to that time and place. And it just felt so good to revisit it. And it reminded me what life felt like before life started lifing and throwing its punches and blows. And we started going through everything. And I think if you think about it, that's how life really happens sometimes. You know, we're, we were optimistic. You're positive. You're happy. You go lucky. And then all of a sudden you run into, you go down the road. You know, you go down a road that runs into an obstacle and it kind of knocks you down. And some of us get back up. Some of us, it takes a little longer to get back up. Some of them, you never get back up. Or, you know, life just throws these curveballs at you on your way to the destiny, to the goal, to the dream. And um, I want us to get back there if you can, if you care to journey back there. Because I just want you to remember where you were before life started hitting you with those hard blows, wherever you are in your journey, you know. But if you don't know her, please, please do your research. Please look her up. Go to YouTube. Watch a performance. Watch a video. Hey, I'm just going to say this, but Netflix, somebody, Hulu, anybody, can y'all please bring fame back? And it might be out there somewhere. I don't know. I haven't did the research, but I just need to see fame, okay? We need to go back to that. Them days. And while we have Miss Debbie Allen with us, we definitely need to have a sit down with her. And we need to talk about these fame days. Because there's so much, you know how much talent that has come through her way? 
she has stories for days i'm sure and just i just want to hear out her mouth what fame meant to her and you know like the careers that it did launch you know janet was on fame y'all y'all know i love me some janet so she was one on fame and um it was just an amazing time an amazing era so i definitely want to send love and light to her family and um please know that she is definitely missed and thank you for sharing her with the world we so appreciate you guys and we respect your privacy at this time so i wanted to say that and i also want to say something to i got two more things to say before i get into it okay so here's another thing okay to go back and look at something recently a video that i had watched while i was going in my grieving season you know and i wasn't ready to look at it then because i was going through so much so i took a second look at it it's a video that miss lady luck herself posted she know who she is there ain't nobody but one lady luck out there and if you don't know who i'm talking about it's okay but she know who i'm talking about miss lady luck miss blanchell this blonde bombshell herself you posted a video and you did like a group video and it was really good on your instagram and it was talking about a subject about our relationships and you had some of your friends on with you talking about it i see it with different eyes today i just want you to know that and i see what you were doing and i get it now but sis when i saw that thing then i was so in the grieving season girl I don't know what I was seeing, but I wasn't seeing what was posted. I just want to say that. But I'm like, oh, the math is really mapping. Oh, I see what's going on now. So I just wanted to say that for the record. I didn't know how I knew any other way how to say it. So I just wanted to put that out there. But um, thank you. That was really sweet of you to post that and do that. That was, I like that. And, um, last on my little, um, house cleaning checklist here. Okay, so y'all know your girl here. <laughs> I got a strong block game. Y'all know this by now. Okay, so in going to a new season and we're going into a new month, I'm going to hit the reset on a couple of things, okay? So some of you ain't got the block. I'm going to unblock. Okay. All right. Now. I'm going to get yourself back on my block list. Okay. So now that we all know. Now everything's okay. I'm going to hit the reset on some things with that. So. I'm going to just leave that there. I'm going to see if it applies. If it applies. If it don't. Just ignore it. Okay. And let's get into <laughs> this episode. All right. So I posed this question actually years ago when I first started studying to become a image consultant. And believe it or not, I got bombarded with a lot of questions. It was one of my most viewed posts. And I might go ahead and post this post as a throwback so you guys can see <laughs> what I meant. But... um. It was interesting and this was um during a live video i did at the time so we're going to title this episode what does an image consultant do in a nutshell what my job is is to help you achieve your goals now with image consultants we do do various different things now there's not just one lane that we are in you um, study the skill and then you pick a particular lane, right? So some of us are style experts, communication experts, and behavior experts. So you're going to fall into one of those categories. Then after you fall into one of those categories, there are so many little things within the categories itself that you can skill set. That's I'm, I'm explaining that you can pick up on and really like um, practice your craft in. And become an expert in those particular areas for me my area 
of emphasis, shall I say, is self-discovery. Now, I do with self-discovery, I do um, personal styling. So I will be helping you come up with your personal style. I also like to help people in the area of communication. So yes, I am a communication expert. So with that, I did further my training with Harvard University and I am certified in speech and rhetoric with Harvard. So I want to help people more so bridge the gap in their communication. Excuse me. And also help you learn how to be more, more, take a positive approach on things. So it's not per se helping you how to talk, but how to articulate yourself and communicate yourself so that you're understood and people understand you. That's the important thing. And the other thing that I do is I help people discover what makes them unique in themselves. You know, because we all got this uniqueness that we don't sometimes tap into, but it's that uniqueness is what makes you you. And hold on, I'm going to take a drink of water. See, <clears throat> when I get into talking and stuff that's about something, the powers that be be trying to stop me because they know I'm about to go into some stuff. But we're going to keep it moving. So, um, I do personal styling, helping you to c- determine your personal style that is I do communication and I help you with your self image helping you pretty much build a healthy foundation so a lot of us sometimes we have an image some of us an image was even created for us but I help you discover that and I help you fine-tune that but most importantly we want to help you build a healthy foundation for your image so you have something to stand on and we get more in depth into that and then I keep adding the, the commas right okay I also do as a bonus closet organization something I've been doing since the age of 12 it really doesn't have anything to do with being an image consultant but it works for me it actually goes hand in hand isn't that crazy but yeah I've been in closet since the age of 12 it's something I love to do um and it goes hand in hand with helping you discover your personal style and helping you bring in some organizational skills, but helping you fine tune some things. It's so much that I do with that, you wouldn't believe. And that's crazy because I'm very hands on with it. And a lot of people around the way know me for that. So um, I can't wait to bring that to this platform so you guys can see it and be able to partake in some of that service because I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It brings me so much joy. And y'all, that could be a whole podcast by itself, but we're not going to do a podcast on that. Okay. So here are some myths with this. Okay. Sometimes when people hear the name image consultant, it's often misappropriated and sometimes it causes confusion because a hairstylist will call themselves an image consultant sometimes a makeup artist may say hey i'm an image consultant a fashion stylist may say hey i'm an image consultant sometimes sometimes we just take on titles and we don't really know what they mean you know it just sound cute it just sound like it fit the thing you know and so a lot of times people will do that but what happens is it causes confusion because image consulting is an actual real thing we are a real sector in the market and when i was studying it was a huge deal at the time because our area of expertise was climbing we've always been around but with the growth of social media and certain platforms especially instagram people were calling themselves image consultants that weren't really image consultants so it made it hard for our sector to for people to really understand and so sometimes you had people who were image consultants just saying shoot I'm a stylist or shoot I just do this like whatever that skill that they had within being an image consultant and stuff they would just take on that particular title and use it because it was so much confusion hence if you don't recall They end up making an image consultant title on Instagram so we can have our own. 
but then people started using that so it's you know i can have no control over that is what it is but if you see that i just want you to know that no it's not a fancy word you know it's not nothing we tied on like it's a real thing like i went through real training <laughs> real certifications like real industry training on this thing okay so it is a real thing out here so just in case and if you are if you ever run into that and you're not quite sure, you know, like if you, now that I'm giving you the explanation of what we do and then you run into somebody with the title of image consultant and that's not what they do, you know, you can just ask a question. You know, they might be just a hairstylist, but they might just use that. I mean, I wouldn't tell you to tell them to change their title, but you will know the clarification by asking questions. Oh, so you I want you to ask questions so you can clarify that you're getting what you need, you know, because if I look up an image consultant, but they're really a hairstylist and I'm not getting what I need, you know? So, you know, and that might help somebody. Somebody might be mislabeling and might need that. So to each his own is whatever. But I just want to explain that. Um. Also, like I said, it's a continuing edu- edu- yeah, education thing. So you have to continue our education. We do have an association um where we get education at as well um they are very hands-on with us we're out here oh do i need to touch on something i'm actually going to touch on it i didn't think i was going to do it but i'm gonna do it okay wait a minute let's finish this first though okay um because of the continuing education people may have certain more skills in certain areas than others like for me, I broke down to you what areas I'm going to be focused on, but do understand that I'm also certified in fashion styling and I got my fashion styling certification from FIT, which is the Fashion Institute of Technology. And that's exactly where I got certified as an image consultant. I also um, have a bachelor's degree in the field of PR, public relations and marketing. So my undergraduate undergraduate degree is in integrated marketing communications which is a fancy word for public relations that includes marketing and communications so very well-rounded there and um yeah and I told y'all I study at Harvard speech so I have those expertise that I can bring and that knowledge that I can bring to what I do not every image consultant you find is going to have that so we all have our own little different things and that's the beauty of being unique and being you you know what you bring to the table so i know it and that's a good thing and a plus for me especially with working with artist development which you will find out in just a second that really helps me a lot in that area too okay so before we go to artist development let me talk to you about this a lot of you have heard the word and the title image consultant with a certain person. There's a certain gentleman by the name of Kevin, and I won't go into his last name. He's no longer with us. And he promoted himself as an image consultant. I can't say what he knows and what he don't know. I know on his bio he says that he's a part of our association but i will tell you this for anybody who's ever worked with him or thought of working with him or whatever the case may be as image consultants the number one rule actually is your first class and the thing you always get trained on is how you talk with your clientele we would never do some of the stuff that he did as far as like even with women just how he was putting them down and all this stuff like that that's not what we do that's honestly that's like the opposite of everything that we are okay and we know that this is such a touchy and subject subject that's why when I do do my intro I talk about the sensitivities that people face because that is the number one thing that we study Y'all know in every industry, you have that thing that y'all know. Like lawyers, you guys have your thing that you know. I'm sure in the health field, whether you become a doctor, y'all have that thing that y'all know. 
that what identifies you and separates you that is like a known clause what you don't do you know if you are a therapist you know you have that clause or something like what you we can't do what we don't do well for image consultants that's us that's that thing that we can't do so that was a huge red flag to me a lot of things so not going to get to the subject and the story but I felt that it was important to say something because a lot of you may be in a certain mind space to what an image consultant does due to his teachings or um, being introduced to him first as an image consultant. So I don't want you to be scared of us or anything because we're, we're actually the good ones. We're the positive ones. We're the helpful ones. I don't know what was going on there. Could have been a lot of personal in the situation too. Might have been dealing with a lot of personal stuff that spilled over and might have just changed. It sounds like to me he was a person who had a hardened heart and allowed that hardened heart to take over in how he implemented his craft. I'll say it like that. But um yeah, I don't want you to get that. So over here, it's not that. And definitely I am definitely for my women over 30. If you don't know, I've been promoting that before his thing even became a topic. Like, I am 40, and I do believe that I'm on my own clock. I'm not on society's clock, and I am definitely all that over 40. So, no women, your life is not over, and you're not dried up, and you're not washed up, and none of that. I don't care what nobody say. Don't believe that. Rebuke that. Don't claim that. Speak life over you. Say, no, I am over at the age of 30, and I am I am fly I'm fabulous all these things don't let nobody tell you it's over for you because you're a certain age because baby it might be just really beginning this might be the tip off okay empower yourself don't let nobody do that and we're not gonna we're not gonna bring that vibe into that so if you heard that try to leave that in 2022 okay and i want you to have a new attitude going into 2023 about yourself okay because we're going to find out what makes you unique we're going to empower you we're going to bring the life back into you we're going to bring the love back into you we're just going to do the damn thing okay so that's what i want you to know all right <laughs> now going into the other side of things that is more at her best style, it's more the beauty side of me. And you guys will start to see more of that. Um, you'll definitely be seeing a lot of fashion. And then I love skincare. So I'm going to be bringing in a lot of skincare practices. A lot of people know me for that too. Um, I'm your girl. You want skincare advice? Hey, I got you. I got you. I was just doing that the other day. I don't know what it is. I love skincare. I love studying about it. I always have. I'm really good at it. The jokers, when people used to come and see me and sit in my chair, I used to write them a prescription. Not really, but like I would get your <laughs> your routine together, help you get your skin back together, girl, and clear up. It is what it is. And I love that. So um, we're going to be talking about that. And I'll be bringing in some people to assist with that that I'm working with and I'm really excited about that on the skincare front that's going to be amazing amazing collaboration and let's go into the other thing okay so at her best style is my fashion side styling side beauty side I'm also getting into artist development music is another one of my passions it's something that I've always loved I also wanted to be a entertainment publicist. When I went to school, I actually majored in broadcasting. And then after the first year, I changed to integrated marketing communications to be a little bit more well-rounded in the area. And I used to help the artists in my area, like with their PR, with their branding, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, I've helped someone get to um, the New Orleans Music Festival. Actually, she got her song on the radio. Like, oh, my God, like doing all this stuff. So I had fun growing up. Like, I would help artists, like, with their stage presence, confidence. I would help them come up with, like, little creative things to do in their show. Child, that was your girl. 
I love everything about music. So in college, I used to, um, when I could, and then when I was allowed, let's say that, I used to help with the local radio stations with events and things. So I'm grateful to them for allowing a kid like me to come aboard sometimes on a couple of things. They started doing these college campus tours at my university, and um, I jumped on one in history. I used to help um, host some of the college parties that we had at my um, undergraduate school, which is Winthrop. And that was fun for me. And <laughs> get out there and promote the parties and get out there and host the parties. So that was fun. But um, the best opportunity that came from all of that was I got to do my first on-air celebrity interview with Ghostface Killer. So, yeah, I got to interview a legend from a legendary group. I thought that was so dope. And um, the crazy part about that interview was it wasn't planned. It was really impromptu. So, like, I got to the event. And, like, I'm helping set up the event. I'm helping with the event. Helping, you know, like, being part of the street team. I was on the street team that day. And helping them out. Next thing I know, um, you know, they say, well, you know, Ghostface is going to be coming through. He's promoting his single, Things Will Never Be The Same, um, also with Carl Thomas. And I was like, oh, okay. And so when he got there, I remember when they rolled up, they, I said, I was sitting by um, our on-air talent at the time. I said, well, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and move so you can have the spot for the interview. And he was like, no, you ain't going nowhere. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was just like, you're going to do the interview. And I was like, who? Me? And he was like, yeah. So I was like, I wasn't scared. I was caught off guard, though. I was like, okay. Like, but where's the questions? Just ask what you want. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, that's exactly how it went, y'all. No lie. I was like, all right, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want me to interview Ghostface Killer of the Wu-Tang Clan? You serious? And I can ask him whatever I want. Yeah. In front of my whole school, y'all. Like, this is literally outside. Like, on a green top. In front of my whole school. And next thing I know, I see this man get out of the car with this big old eagle chain on him. You know, that's ghost. And I said, oh, my God, this is really happening. He's coming over here. And he's just like, don't you move. <laughs> Y'all, like, for real. He was like, don't move. He's like, you're going to really do it. I thought he was playing with me and was going to tell me to get my butt up, like, as soon as he came over here. But they kind of jokesters, too, right? No, he was serious. So, Ghostface sits. His manager comes. His manager, Mike. And, um... I get introduced to them and, you know, they let them know like, I'm going to do the interview and then I'm talking to ghosts and, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, well, you know, I'm sitting here like, okay, well, hey ghosts, what's up, what's up, you know, <laughs> and um, proceed, you know, like, and then went to commercial break and then we came back and we did the interview. Don't ask me what questions I asked him that day because I honestly don't even remember, but, um, it was a blessing and it was an opportunity in disguise, but it was maybe the push that I needed in, but it, it went very well. And, um, so that's something I was able to add to my resume. So I'm like, dang, my first interview was Ghost Space. That's so crazy. But, um, I'm grateful to that, the radio station, because they helped me with so much in my, um, journey and beginning, my humble beginnings is that, like, I stayed seeing back then y'all um I was grinding not working in the field of PR like on a nine to five I was you know working in marketing during the time but I was also grinding to become a publicist on the side like it was making sure my face was out there making sure I was out there on the scene doing the work doing what I needed to do making a name for myself I had uh, my own website that I created and built from scratch um back then it was a promotional website and just promoting like all the different events that came to town a lot of the parties especially when CIAA came through I would promote a lot of CIAA events and parties and then I would post a lot of the pictures from the events and um I always had a picture with somebody so that's the going ongoing joke where I'm from people are like Tanya always in a picture with somebody like who you meet this time it was like the question like who you meet this week it wasn't who haven't you met, but yeah, it started, well, 
after a while it took on that who haven't you met because every week i was meeting somebody it was like dang who you met this week who you with it ain't a week if tanya ain't with somebody you know like name somebody like a celebrity or public figure but y'all wasn't like trying to it wasn't nothing like that it just i used to say it was in god's design like really because that's like honestly it wasn't me i wasn't out there trying to be meeting people like that it just opportunities would kind of happen it was crazy how stuff would happen just like how Ghostface happened it was weird at the time for me it was weird but then as I got older I was like no this is purpose it's, it's part of what I'm you know wanting to do so um I'm sharing that because that's a little bit of my beginnings for those who don't know me and um you can get to know me so that's kind of where artist development came at um I just always was infatuated with how everything works. Like I would go to a concert and I don't think I look at concerts the way other people do. I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at the lighting team. I'm looking at the soundboard. I'm look I wanna be I'm one of them early ones. I'm gonna be there two hours before the show starts. Like whenever the doors open, I'm there. Because I wanna see them put together some stuff. I want to see everybody walk their butts up in the arena, okay, or in the show, wherever we're at, and I just want, I like to be a part of that and just see everything. When the DJ come on, I'm there. I want to see how he warming the crowd up before the show, who's the opening act. I'm there for every opening act, okay? When the show is over, you know, like, some people like to leave before it's over, before, like, the last number, like, they'll close it, but then the artists will really come back. No, I'm a fear for all of that. Then I want to see them start taking it down. That's when the magic happens. Okay, I want to see all of that. So I've always been fascinated about that. Um, when I go to concerts, I used to buy the tour books sometimes because I wanted to see like who's the creative director on this, who did this, and like Beyonce always had her tour book, so I always got hers. I got Janet's. I had Usher's. Dang, I wish I still had Usher's, but. I had a fire and I lost that one and I lost the Beyonce ones too. So all my Beyonce books are gone. All my Usher books are gone. And I have one Janet. So but it's all good. We're gonna try to get that collection going again. But um I like looking at stuff like that. And I don't know, it's just something about that. At one point I thought maybe I said, maybe I'm gonna work on tours. You know, like, I'm so creative when it comes to stuff like that. I wanted to be a part of that vision of helping bring a tour to life. And, like, I don't know. I know what the crowd likes. I know how to build that connection with the artists and their audience, if anything. And I don't know. I just get that. So that's a little bit of my background with that. Um I have worked with Live Nation before, and so that was fun. Um, concerts after concerts after concerts. It's not about that, but actually seeing how everything works and from a different perspective than what I did. So working with um, radio, um, we did everything from radio comps, meet and greets. I love that type of stuff. And that's what brings me today to artist development. So my Lady L experience side, that's what we're going to be working on is artist development and helping artists build a healthy foundation because so much is going on out there right now with mental health and we're losing so many of our stars. And so I just want to get back to what gave back to me growing up. And I want to loan my talents of being an image consultant to the industry and really get into artist development and bring that back. Growing up, artist development was very fundamental in a lot of artists' upbringing. It helped you prepare for interviews. So you had interviewing skills, stage presence. Um, you really practiced your artistry. You got to, I, I think they really took their time with like packaging and crafting the artists before they came out. Now you have a lot of artists who get discovered off of YouTube and you know social media, which is not a bad thing, but then kind of we're missing that artist development piece where a lot of them are not prepared. Like our younger artists are losing their lives at ages 21 and 22 because they're not really prepared for the limelight. And I feel like artist development prepares you for all of that. And that's what I want to get into. 
Um, so we're going to be doing a lot of brand strategy on that side because um, that's something else that I'm good at. So when I went to school and I split my major into integrated marketing communications, um, with marketing, you can go into many things. I specialize in that area more in the brand strategist part. So in marketing, that is. So I'm good at identifying trends so much that I'm a trendsetter. So I can identify the trends, but I also know how to set a trend in a minute. So I used to be called a trendsetter. And as a brand strategist, my goal is just to help you do as much market research and, and we're going to analyze the market. We're going to help you come up with a business model for your brand and help you achieve your goals, reach your goals. I want you to help you connect with your audience. It's just so much more that we're going to be doing and I'm not going to go into every little detail with it, but you're going to see it. So you are welcome to follow that page on Instagram right now. Um, it is DT. H-E underscore Lady L, L-A-D-Y-L underscore experience. So you're my, you're, excuse me, you're welcome to go and follow that and come along because I'm going to start producing more content on that page as we develop. So it is an area too that I'm still growing and learning a lot of things over, but we're going to, I can't wait. You know, I'm excited about that. And... So that's me. That's that's who Latanya is. That is Lady L. <laughs> and I hope you guys got something out of this um episode. As you can see, I'm really cool. I'm really laid back for the most part. Um, love to have fun. Easy to talk to, but hey, as sweet as I am, I don't take no mess now. So. If you do work with me on the artist development side, you know what? I'm going to be nurturing. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be the one that you can talk to, you know? But I don't take no mess when it comes to my artists, you know? <laughs> like, yo, I don't play that disrespect stuff, okay? And y'all not going to be disrespecting them either. So we got to understand that people are people. And um, we're really going to be doing a lot of talk about that and helping them with that part. And I can't wait for you guys to see more of me and get to learn me and I get to learn you. But I don't want to run my mouth any longer. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy this episode here. So, but follow me on Instagram and Facebook at, at Her Best Style. Talk to me there. I'm going to put this post up and let's talk. And I hope you guys have a great week. We're going to claim already because we ain't in December yet. So we need to claim right now. We're going to claim we're going to have an amazing, awesome December. Okay. Despite what November has brought us, we are going to have an amazing, awesome December because we all deserve it. Okay. And I will see you guys in the next episode.